All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be chatting with an individual who competes at BKFC Prospect Series 3, which goes down on January the 27th. And a very intriguing heavyweight affair as Matt Adams knuckles up and toes the line against Juan Adams and Great Heaven Juan on the show. How are you doing there, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm super excited about the fight. Yeah, and I'm curious when this got on your radar, because I was seeing on your Twitter on, like, December 18th, you'd announced the bare-knuckle boxing effort, but, like, when did the bout offer actually come your way, and, like, when did the initial dialogue get rolling for this BKFC fight? Uh, it actually was, like, at the tryout that they had in Albuquerque. This was, I wasn't gonna go, because everyone was always like, oh, are you ever gonna do bare-knuckle? So I'm a little too pretty to be doing all that, but Whatever happens, happens, and, you know, um, I had two or three MMA fights fall to root, and I haven't fought in six months now, and I just realized I, I love combat above all forms of it, so I, was, I just made a deal with myself, and I'm going to take whatever's available next, so we went to the tryout, and I was at the tryout, and you know, was just kind of piecing everybody up. Yeah, I could probably do this. These guys boxing yesterday. So, they loved me at the trial. They asked if I'd be interested in doing it, if I thought I could sell tickets. So, yeah, I definitely think I could. And I've just been really itching to do something to compete again. And, you know, I couldn't even get, like, local jiu-jitsu matches. So, I said, uh, you know, screw it. Let's do it. And... That's what happened. So we, uh, I talked to Kevin, talked to some of the other guys there, and they were all about it. So I just jumped on, took the first opportunity we had. And I mean, what a way to be making the debut. Just I was reading an article the other day talking about how like a lot of the BKFC Albuquerque cards are like among the most attended the company has done in their entire history. So that's kind of cool. I mean, a big raucous crowd and everything for this debut effort for you. Yeah, man. I'm used to competing in front of big crowds. Um, most of my fights I've had you know, sold out arenas and stuff like that. I did it back in college. There were times that I had, you know, super, super packed out places. I got to compete in so, uh, you know, that the crowd doesn't really bother me as much anymore. It's going to be my hometown crowd. Probably a lot of my students are going to be there. It'll be a good time. Yeah, for sure. And I'm kind of curious how you may or may not have handled your preparations differently for this BKFC fight. Like, obviously, the grappling elements subverted from an MMA camp, etc. But, like, how are you handling it differently, if at all? Are you bringing in new techniques or ways of conditioning yourself to a bare knuckle camp or like how are you curating the preparations i guess uh it's actually very different so in mma you know because it's multiple styles because there is the grappling threat and the element of that in there and grappling's my background i kind of view like the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling aspects of it as, as a recipe it's also five minutes rounds, uh, so it's a little bit different. Um, normally, I don't run. Uh, I hate running with a passion. So, but for boxing, it's kind of uh, a tool of the trade. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a lot more footwork, and 
longer than what it is when you're exhausted. So if I just make sure I'm not exhausted, I can, you know, keep that keep that going. So there's a lot more cardio going into this than there are in my uh, MMA bouts. And also with, with bare knuckle, they do allow a little bit more clinch work and uh, kind of a dirtier style of boxing, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, I love to hear that. And yeah, the cardio does seem a fair bit different. Like, it almost seems like a sprint as compared to like, I mean, not necessarily a marathon in MMA, but a bit more of a longer duration of race. Like, I mean, ultimately, you might not know until you actually make the debut. But I guess even in the preparations, are you feeling like the, I guess, two minute increment style of BKFC pacing is like something you're really enjoying or like adapting to it smoothly? I guess, like, what are your thoughts on the differentiation there, I guess? Um, I'm actually enjoying it. it. It is very different. Like, uh, like again, I, I stated that I hate running, but I'm having to do a lot more intervals in my running, which I also don't like. I'm not a big fan of sprints or, like, you know, hard pushes. I, I kind of prefer the slow, grinding style. Uh, just, you know, consistent power over five minutes as opposed to short bursts of explosion. But uh, I am enjoying it because, like, it's only two minutes of work, then I get a little break, and then do it again. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of, like, college wrestling. I mean, you know, we did three-minute format in college wrestling, just three-minute round, two-minute round, two-minute round. So it's kind of helped me get back to that. It's a lot more fun. I'm enjoying it a little more. And the adrenaline, you don't worry as much about the adrenaline dump when it's short. Yeah, right on. And something I was noticing on your BKFC profile that I thought to get some insights on, just we're talking about new things going on and stuff like that. It seems like you got like a podcast on the go from what I was seeing. Like, how has that been as a like creative slash expressive outlet for you? Like, have you been enjoying that? And yeah, I mean, give the podcast a shout out, get some people tuning in. That sounds intriguing. Yeah, no, it's, it's super fun, and I, I haven't actually posted on there for almost a year, kind of going more uh, different direction with everything with it, because um, I got international certified in social-emotional learning, so I've been trying to really focus on that um, and really figure out a, a good way to integrate that into what I already talked about. Prior to that, it was a lot of philosophy. I kind of was doing a philosophical deep dive as the things that I deal with on the daily, um, whether it's, you know, dating or just concepts in general. I wanted to apply it on I did a couple before that kind of cataloging some stuff I was doing for my own mental health out here through treatment of, like, the depressive episodes that I used to, like, frequently have a lot more. And it's been fun. It's a, it's a great creative act outlet and, you know, it's all energy at the end of the day. You have to be able to transmute all energy into something productive, something creative. And finding the way to do that has been really uplifting for me, and it's uh, it's really been a good catharsis. Yeah, I love hearing that, and cool to hear about the personal work and stuff like that. That's something that I'm trying to do, so, I mean, I appreciate that. And, I mean, I think something people can you know, definitely get a lot out of. But I guess I'm curious as to where you're kind of honing the tools here ahead of this one, because over the years, it seems like you've gotten some great work at Jackson Wink MMA, but also some other gyms over the years, like 
PCS and, you know, things of that nature. Like, whereabouts are you training ahead of this BKFC Albuquerque fight? Uh, Jackson Wink, mainly, um, Leo, Leo, um, or one of our buddies there at the gym, Leo, he's, he's a pro box. So I love working with him, but he, he's six five like me. So that's a little different. Um, but I'm finding a way to just kind of go in, in there. There's a couple of boxing gyms that are allowing me to kind of use their stuff. And that was, that was super fun. And it's been a lot of fun doing it. And there's other boxers or guys that will come in that want to work their box. And then I get to get some rounds in with. And uh, since my opponent's so much shorter than me, going with some of the wider weights, um, pretty much everyone is smaller than me. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and you touched on your opponent there. I'm curious, I guess, how the tape study slash stylistic awareness might go for you. Because I know some fighters really enjoy getting into the minutia, like really studying all the tape they can on their opponents. Whereas some guys, it kind of like, you know, gets in the way a little bit. And as far as like getting in the way of focusing on their own efforts and then they're focusing on what the opponent might do too much. I'm curious what your, I guess, awareness of Matt Adams might be heading into this fight. You know, I, I honestly, um, I watch a couple things if my coaches really want me to watch it. They love hearing my thoughts on a lot of stuff, but for the most part, man, I, I trust my coaches. I tell them, hey, um, this is the opponent. What do you think? Um, most of the time, I say I've already accepted the fight, so like, let's, let's figure out a game plan to win. And I just focus on executing whatever it is to tell me. Um, and, and that's what we do. And the, the biggest thing right now, they told me, is, you know, cardio and things. Um, your wrestling is going to help you in this one because you're the taller, bigger guy. You'll be able to utilize the clinch a little bit better. You'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. So that's what we work. That's what I work in all my pad sessions. And then it's just repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, if I see something in there that I think I will, I asked them, I asked them their thoughts on it. I try it out in sparring, and, you know, right now, uh, in sparring, it's, it's fun because when I'm fighting my style, a lot of times there, a lot of guys don't don't want to fight that style. So it turns into me chasing for, like, five minutes, whereas now, like, trying new stuff, actually gets engaged, work a little bit of reflexes, work a little bit of time, work my defense a little more. And it's, it's been fun to see that, the stuff that I've always been working on, actually getting to use in sparring, and hopefully that's a precursor to the fight, because a lot of times what happens is, if I focus too much on my game plan in the fight, my sparring partners can't really emulate what my opponent is doing, because they're worried about getting hurt. Uh, even though I've never hurt a sparring partner, like I'm a big dude and I hit hard, so <laughs> they just, a lot of people don't want to deal with them. Yeah, fair enough. And I kind of wanted to, I guess, briefly backtrack to something you were talking about before with this, you know, timeline leading into the BKFC debut, because it seemed like within there you were indicating an interest in just really keeping yourself open for whatever opportunities may present themselves. Like, are we kind of looking at, you know, some MMA action as well this calendar year, ideally? Like, maybe if you have your druthers, like, get in some MMA fights while also getting in BKFC fights? Like, I guess, what's the plan in that sense? Yeah, you know, um, I talked to 
actually out of BKFC, and then they said they would love for me to continue to compete in MMA. They plan to keep me busy after I win this one. Um, so that's that. That'd be my goal. Is you know, I hopefully do three MMA fights this year and two or three bare knuckle fights this year, uh, if not more, um, depending on you know if I get hurt or not, which I don't see happening. So I would love. Yeah, and that's kind of the impression that I get from you as well, because I, I think sometimes people will talk to fighters like, oh, do you want to, you know, get redemption? Do you want to get that one back? And I mean, Greg Hardy was someone you fought. He's fought in BKFC. I was seeing some online discourse about maybe you guys running it back there. But it seems like you've got a good mindset in that regard, like just in, in terms of like a loss not being the end of the world and being able to, you know, glean something from it and learn and grow and all that. So I'd love to hear that, man. Yeah, exactly, man. And, you know, my coach told me something a really long time ago. He was just like, I, I don't believe in that. This is, uh, the guys that I had early in my career, he's still in my corner for pretty much all my fights. He's just like, I don't believe in rematch. Just, you know, if your paths cross again, okay. But, you know, you win or lose, you move on, and you gotta go, but you can't get hung up on that stuff. And, you know, for a long time, I thought every time I lost a fight, I needed to redeem myself by winning the next three, four, five, six. And, you know, that's that's not a good place to win from and, uh, or to, to even compete from because you become so dichotomous and you're thinking that And when you define yourself that dichotomous, when you define your success that dichotomous, you're really setting yourself up for, you know, awesome mindset and a great way to look at it man i really think that's a refreshing thing to put out there but just yeah great mind in general and something that i admittedly didn't know up until doing my research on you for this interview i think it's really cool that you're you know so involved with you know teaching now i saw the article about you being a local science teacher and just the passion working with students in that classroom dynamic like to where you were talking about it being like your purpose outside of fighting. I'm just curious to get the insights into all of that, just like the timeline with teaching and everything. So that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. So with teaching, uh, when when I didn't get re-signed by the UFC, I was right when COVID hit. So smaller promotions weren't putting fights on. Uh, But I didn't really have the opportunity to compete. So I started kind of doing other 
the things that I've been interested in throughout my life. And for me, um, I was always really interested in, uh, like, just helping people. You know, uh, my Eagle Scout project was creating care packages for the homeless men in Houston. Uh, in college, I worked kind of a youth outreach program over the summers. I've been involved with coaching since I was about 15. And that's always been kind of when I'm happiest is when I'm helping people. So I started working in behavioral health after um, a job at the UFC. I worked in three or four different facilities. And then uh, one of the ones that I was working at in Albuquerque closed down. But one of my friends there transitioned to teaching as an educator. So I applied there and got a provisional license and did it. And while I do enjoy teaching, it's probably, I think I'll still be involved with education, but I don't know if I'll still be in the classroom much more. Um, again, I've got time to decide the next six months to really determine if I'm going to continue being like a traditional teacher or if I'm going to find another way to serve education in the area. But it's just, it, it was an interesting time to get there because I was able to reach people in a different way. And throughout my life, um, people have always loved the way that I explain things to them or the way that I communicate. So I kind of just applied my knowledge and applied my communication skills and the result of that was teaching, and uh, I enjoy doing it. You know, I get pretty good results uh, when I do teach. So it's been fun, and it, it's helped and it served people. But I like, I kind of want to expand it outside of the classroom and do more so with just helping people holistically in all walks of life. And that's what my social emotional learning certification was about just another way to serve people and help people. And uh, kind of guide them through that, through the process and stuff that. And it's been very rewarding, not only for me, for the people that I've done this. Yeah, I love hearing that, man. And just one of the last things I wanted to touch on here, just trying to be mindful of your time, because one of the things that really jumps off the page with a lot of your, you know, MMA fights is that you know, finishing percentile and everything like that, just an 80% finishing rate, very strong. I think a lot of people were, you know, looking at things like that and just your general style and getting excited about this BKFC fight. I guess in saying that, are we thinking the broader trend continues in this fight here with a stoppage win, or are you more coming into it with, I guess, an open mindset and being adaptable with whatever may present itself in the fight and you're not hyper fixated on the finish where you're overextending, if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm never like fixated on the finish. Um, I'm always fixated on uh, damage. Right? That's, uh, that's my philosophy with fighting. Is you know, I'm I'm trying to hurt you. I'm trying to incapacitate you in, in some way. So every strike is meant to make the next one a little bit more effective, and while also decreasing your ability to strike me. And that's that's kind of philosophy I'm taking into this. I don't expect it because the way I think is man is you know if I'm fighting and I'm hitting you and and you know I'm fully present in that fight I'm present in that moment behind each punch and everything there's no way you're going to be able to last very long against me and you know if I run into someone super durable I'm just going to keep hitting you without you hitting me and eventually the referee's going to stop the fight you know 
fighting in a way to stop your ability to fight in that moment. And that's what I that's what I think is gonna happen in this one. I think uh, you know, the larger guy, I have more reach, I think I'm a much more technical fighter than this. I think I'm a lot more athletic than my opponent is. And I think when you combine all those things, it's gonna be very overwhelming for that person. And then when you add behind the fact that you know I'm so big, I'm so strong, and I hit so hard, especially with bare knuckles. Um, I don't think his body can withstand the storm that I bring. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting fight, man. I mean, I was excited before talking to you, but the insight's definitely getting me more fired up. But, you know, repeating that sentiment about wanting to be cognizant of your time and schedule, I figured I'd put the ball in your court and see if maybe you have any final parting thought you'd like to add as we're wrapping things up here, Juan. Um, no, I, yeah, let's, uh, I, you know, I'm very excited to do this. It's something new, and what a lot of people don't understand is, like, where I'm at with fighting now is I, I love fighting. I love competing. A lot of people love winning, and that's why they chase fighting, because they're chasing that win. I'm chasing the competition, man. I, I love it. I'm so excited for this, and that's that's what I'm super just, I'm just pumped about it. Um, and especially after the trial, after talking to guys like John Dodson and finding out the full variety of what you can do in this sport. It got me even more excited and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the other thing is like, I found out that, you know, the boxing stuff is a lot more expensive than it is to do MMA. And, um, I was talking to my buddy about this. Uh, when I was getting fight kits ordered and stuff, I used to be able to like get, you know, fight shorts, my walkout shirts, stuff for all of my cornermen. And it was like less than 200 bucks. And now, like, for, for boxing, just for me alone, it was like 500 just to get shorts and a vest to walk out there. Oh, so, it's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, that is an interesting point. I mean, I feel like I don't hear that part of it talked about as much. But it does kind of make sense, though. So, interesting insights. But really excited for... I mean, this card overall, this BKFC Albuquerque card, and this Matt Adams fight coming up for you should be great. And really excited to see it all go down on January 27th. And just really wanted to thank you for appearing on Bare Knuckle Radio. And you enjoy the rest of your day, Juan. Thank you. Thanks, man. You have a good one.